0: I wonder what your first thought is when I say, precious stone, precious stone. I wonder if you thought of one of the uh, seven precious gemstones, diamonds, rubies, emeralds, sapphires, or I wonder if you thought about your birthstone. Do you know what the birthstone for July is? Ruby, I wonder if you thought about healing crystals, maybe. Or maybe it's a precious stone that you've picked up somewhere that you've been, and uh, it's just a reminder for you about that place or that experience. I think it's something we always do, don't we? We pick up stones somewhere and uh, take them home. We were away um, on the coast last week, and I came home with more stones. Why do we do that? I don't know. But it starts very young. I was uh, swimming down on the uh, beach yesterday, and uh, a family of four arrived, mum with her two children, and uh, and granny, and um, they set up the tent, wise thing to do in the heat, and, um, and granny was going to take this uh, little tot who couldn't have been more than a year, down to the water, 25 meters, 80 feet, and it's a short distance, isn't it? Yes, it's a pebble beach for a one-year-old. Let's go to the sea and swim in the sea. After about five meters, the little tot drops onto the pebbles and starts the game. I want this one. (laughs) We do it, don't we? What do you think of when I say precious stone? Good morning. (laughs) Welcome, it's lovely to have a a chapel full of people. Good morning to those of you who are um, are joining in this opportunity to meet with the Lord Jesus and to worship with us. I wonder what you thought of when I said precious stone. It's uh, great to have you with us. Folks, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, I'd encourage you to do that. It's just lovely to see our numbers just slightly increasing, um, and more and more people being able to access our, our material online, and I would encourage you to do that. Um, my name's Steve. I serve on the chaplaincy team here at uh, Crow's Christian Healing Center, and can I say at the beginning of the service, shalom to you, peace to you, peace to you, peace to your house. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the way that you bring us to yourself, the way that you draw us to yourself. And we know that we need your help, Father. So our prayer this morning is is that you will open our eyes to see Jesus. That you will open our ears to hear Jesus. That our hearts would be a place in which you would be most welcome and that our minds would be being renewed, transformed by the work of your hand as we come to we come into an understanding of what the mind of Christ is. So come Holy Spirit and Let's continue the work that you have begun in each of us. Right now, right here, today. That the name of Jesus may be lifted high and glorified. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. It's just lovely to be able to to sing again, isn't it? I think um, I think we may have lost our voices over the last year, Um, and I don't mean that just our singing voices. I mean I think that um, because we've been locked away, I think we've lost our our Christian voice and just the the reminder and the the opportunity to be able to share Jesus with people. And we do that when we sing a happy song, and we do that when um, we have the opportunity. So we're going to uh, sing. I don't have to say we're going to hum. We're going to sing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. You will keep your masks on, though, please, for those of you who are, and um, we would encourage you to do that. Uh, So thank you for doing that. My chains are gone. I've been set free. Thank you, Stephen. You can stand if you like. Unending love, amazing grace, his mercy reigns. Let's pause and allow the love of God, allow the grace of God, allow the mercy of God to reach out and touch you and to bless you wherever you are, whatever your station, whatever your situation. Father, thank you for your unending love, your unconditional love. Thank you for your amazing grace, your favor towards us. Thank you that your mercy, from your mercy seat, flows towards us, that we do not receive the punishment that is due us, but the punishment That is due us has placed on jesus so that we may be reconciled to you because of your love for us thank you father we bless your holy name amen amen When I go away, I uh, usually ask the Lord uh, to give me a book of the Bible to read, um, alongside all of the novels and stuff and trash I read. Um, but um, and while I was away, I felt the Lord prompted me to read the Epistles of Peter, um, which I really did, and I enjoyed. And I don't know why they don't get more airing than they do. They're just full of richness. And, um, and after all, um, Peter is, is the top guy, um, and it's just, uh, just such a blessing to read, and I would encourage you. Um, if you um, if you like to to do that, just uh, look at that. So um, Peter is writing to Christians, um, new Christians who were zealous, who were excited. You remember those days when we were excited about our faith and everything was going great, and, and we would have done anything for Jesus. I would have done anything for Jesus. And, and Peter is writing to people like this, and um, uh, but they needed encouragement because they were facing difficulties. They were were suffering. Um, And there's no actual explanation for the persecution that may have been being experienced. It may have just been the secular world, just not not getting on board with their excitement. We can probably identify with that, can't we? That um, we're not necessarily facing persecution, which may chop our heads off yet, Um, but we, we, we face... We face opposition, hostility, don't we? Well, I think there's something of that hostility being seen um, as Peter writes to these folk in what is present-day Turkey. Um, and, uh, and he's wanting to encourage them and to bless them. And he says um, in the New Living Translation, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, God the Father knew you and chose you long ago. God the Father knew you and chose you long Long ago. And his spirit has made you holy. And his spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. As a result, you have obeyed him and been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Isn't this great? great. Peter starts his epistle, Trinitarian. Father selects you. Spirit Sanctifies you, Jesus saves you. It's interesting the way he he works, puts them in order, isn't it? The Father is keen for you from from the, the first thing in the morning, and he knows we need his help. So he sends the Spirit to come and knock on our door. Hello! And the Spirit's job is to help us to see. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus that's why he uses the order that he does: Father's love, Spirit, sanctifying work, Spirit setting up apart work, Spirit leading towards um, divine activity to to get our attention. So I'm, I want to say three things, and um, if you if you feel you can and would like to, uh, please say Amen at the end of the statements. Uh, they're just about the fact that um, that you've been selected. You've been sanctified. You've been saved. And if you'd like to say amen at each of the end of those, uh, please do so. I'm going to. You have been selected. Amen. You have been sanctified. Amen. You have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Come on. And fact, I mentioned already that I think we have lost our voice a bit. Shouldn't we be shouting that on the streets? Colin was speaking about being missional yesterday. Colin was speaking about what we've experienced and, and being able to take that out and share something of that with others. And that's what Peter is encouraging these, these folk to do. It's interesting that Peter writes about being sprinkled by the blood of Jesus, Such an odd phrase. There's loads of odd things in Peter's writings, but I think that's because he's not wanting to draw attention to himself. He's wanting to focus the attention of Jesus. You have been sprinkled with his blood. And Peter is reminding the readers that you need to come and do this again and again and again. You need to come back to Jesus to receive his forgiveness, to receive his blood. Yes? So we're just going to pause for a moment and ask the sanctifying Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who sets you apart, who is setting you apart, whatever your situation, just ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us about anything that we need to to bring to Jesus to receive the sanctifying, the the saving work of, of the cross, to receive the blood of Jesus Christ to wash our sin away. So Holy Spirit, please speak to us about What is in my life that needs washing today, that needs the sprinkling blood of Jesus to save me again? Father, thank you that you do not give up on us and you come to us afresh each morning with your mercy and with the work, the help of the Holy Spirit. You draw, us, you draw us to yourself and you get our attention so that we may see Jesus, that we may come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And Jesus, we thank you for your death on the cross to take our sin upon yourself and die the death we should die, so that we may live the life that Father wants us to live in eternity forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for washing us clean and setting us apart, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father. Amen. Peter ends his introduction by saying grace and peace be yours in abundance. In, the, um, in Eugene Peterson's message, uh, paraphrase translation, he says, May everything good from God be yours. I like that. May everything good from God be yours. May everything good from God be yours. We're going to sing again. How many times am I going to say the word sing this morning? We're gonna sing, 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 sing. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We need the work of the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. The words will be on the screen, but just we'll remain seated and just invite the Spirit of God to come and do the work that He has begun in each of our lives. He has begun that work. You are God's. God has His eye on you, and He wants to win you to Himself more and more. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Let us pray. Father, thank you that I get to do what I love to do and that what I love to do is acceptable to you. And that's to talk about your son, Jesus Christ. May it always be so, Lord, not just in my life but in our lives So please use the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts, Lord. And may they be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I'm looking at a passage from Peter, um, Peter's uh, first epistle to uh, what would be present-day Turkey, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 10. As you come to him, this is Jesus, as you come to Jesus, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people, the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts and minds and lives. For the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said already that Peter was writing to people who were suffering, People who were enthused about their, their newfound walk with Jesus and having been um, saved by the blood of Jesus, sanctified by the Spirit, chosen, selected by Father. And um, th- isn't this just such an encouraging message? He just reminds them who they are. He just reminds them who they are. But, but first and foremost, he reminds them who Jesus is just four quick things before I I move on. What what does Peter say in these these, uh, six verses? Peter says that Jesus is a living stone. Do you think there is any reference here to the stones of the temple which are not living? You've got to believe there are. Peter is making a point that, that the one that God has chosen, the one that God has said is precious for today, for now, from here forth, going forward, is better than what we had before. Jesus is a living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. He says, secondly, in verses 4 and 5, come to him. Isn't that lovely? When I read this, the number of times I've said, come to me, come to me, come to me, when I'm obviously talking about Jesus. And Peter says, Don't come to me. Come to him. Come to him. Come to him. And actually, when you look at the Greek, he's saying, keep on coming to him so that he may continually, continually be building you into the spiritual house that he is making you. As as I reflected on this, I thought, I can hear a bit of Peter's story here. Remember when Peter was called by Jesus, follow me and I will make you. Come to me, and I will build you into what you are to be. Thirdly, verse from verses 6 to 8, don't let the unbelief that you're surrounded by, do not let the unbelief that you're surrounded by, make you fearful, for God is sovereign, and the cross in Jesus Christ is the reminder. He's got it in control. God is in control, and he's working things out, and he will fulfill his purpose for you, for me and for the people that Peter is writing to here. And he will end things when the time is right, not a minute before. And then the fourth point, uh, just that I wanted to point out is, um, if you believe on this precious stone, from verses 6 and 8, if you believe on this precious stone, you can't lose If you disbelieve on him, you can't win. It's a salutary message, isn't it, from the first bishop of the church, the body of Christ. If you believe on this precious stone, you can't lose. If you disbelieve on him, you can't win. What an encouragement to folk who are suffering. What an encouragement to people who were who are having a bad day. And as I reflected on the epistles I, and, I, and reflected on Peter's life, I, I began to see, to see something of Peter's life being um, being written about. But Peter is such a humble guy. He was the one who Jesus said, on this rock I will build my church. But Peter goes out of his way not to draw attention to himself. Who does he want to draw attention to? The living stone. Jesus. He is the one. And as I reflected on it, I just saw three things. Peter is a man with problems. Yes? Remember when Jesus called Peter? What did Peter say to Jesus? Get away from me. I am a sinner. Get away from me. I am a sinner. Did it stop Jesus calling Peter? No. And we see, and I, and I love the way that it is portrayed in the Gospels. We see Peter had some bad days, yeah? Peter put his foot in his mouth often. Peter tripped and he stumbled again and again and again and that's why he can quote the stumbling scripture because he knew he knew that it took a time for the work of God to be done and to be to be perfected in his life Peter came a man with problems stumbling sprouting forth nonsense often not the will of God But how was he won in the end? The sprinkled blood of Jesus. Peter writes in 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19, For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He knew how he was saved. He knew that his problems could be washed away by Jesus and had been washed away by Jesus. Secondly, Peter was a man with potential. Jesus looks at Peter and says, I will call you Cephas. Why? Because he knows that Peter has potential. And Peter had potential to be influential in the world. But Jesus wanted him to be involved in changing the world, We can be people of influence in the world or we can work with God and be involved in changing the world, bringing about the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus recognized the potential in Peter and says, you may be Simon, but you will be Cephas. Jesus recognized that it was going to take a bit of time. Jesus recognized that Peter was going to need all the help of the sanctifying Holy Spirit that was possible. I'm a bit like Peter here. It's taken much more than just three years for me. (laughs) Do you feel like that sometimes? Stumbling, spluttering. But Jesus, as he didn't give up on Peter, is not going to give up on you and me. He's not going to give up on you. Peter was a man with problems but was saved. Peter was a man with potential and his full potential was realized because he allowed the Spirit of God to build him into what Father wanted him to be. And the third point, and for me the most important point, Peter was a precious person. Peter was a precious, precious person. Every one Of the people who are created by God are precious to God. There are no mistakes. There are no whoopses here. God recognized, the father recognized that Peter is precious. I want that bow, I want that boy. I want him. I want him on my team. Because he's gonna be a game changer. I think father looks at you and me and says i recognize the beauty in you the beauty that you might not see but it's there and i want this flower to blossom so he selects us you are selected You are chosen. You can try and do a Jonah if you like, but all you're gonna get is smelly whale breath. (laughs) I love the, um, I'm a great Michael Card fan some of the songs he writes are just so influential. Some of his commentaries are fantastic. I'd recommend them to anybody. And then his song, Scandalon, which is the stumbling, the stumbling block. He finishes it with these words. It seems today that the Scandalon offends no one at all. It seems today that the Scandalon offends no one at all. The image we present can be stepped over. Could it be that we are like the others long ago? Will we ever learn that all who come must stumble? Folks, I'm putting my hand up right here, right now. I'm a stumbler. I'm stumbling into the kingdom of God. I really am. But he's not letting go of me. And I want the image that I present to be the true image of Jesus Christ, that people will face up to the fact that, yes, we come stumbling. Why? Because we need to die to self the death that Jesus died. I haven't died completely yet. I would love to be able to say like Paul, who Peter acknowledges and blesses in his letter, I'd love to be able to say, like Paul, it is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. And until I can say that, I'm going to come stumbling and fighting, still wanting to get my own way, still trying to get my mark in there. Until the day, like Peter, I can write a letter like this, and Jesus Christ alone gets all the glory. Would you like some of that? Oh, yes. Wouldn't you like some of that? Let's pray. Father, thank you that uh, you have selected us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are doing your work to set us apart, to sanctify us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have done everything necessary to save us, so that we may be like you. We may be able to live our lives doing all that we love to do, and knowing that it is acceptable to God because we are righteous in your sight because we have been saved by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I come stumbling, you know I do, and I come still trying to get my own way sometimes, still working on my agenda. And the uh, it may be presumptuous of me, Lord, to think that there may be folk who are joining us online who, who are also stumbling and still trying to get their own way and still trying to get their own agenda. When your way is the way, the truth, the life that leads to abundant life, that leads to life eternal. And Lord, the image of Christ I present has become one that can be stepped over. I want to present the the real image of Jesus Christ, the one who challenges us to step up, the one who challenges us To change our behavior, to change our thinking, to change the way we are, so that the world may see there is a God who loves, who cares, who is intervening to bring about peace and hope and love and forgiveness and reconciliation all across the world. So Lord, have your way in our lives here today. Have your life, have your way in the, in the lives of those who watch and share this worship online. And Lord, today I think of modern day, I think of Turkey, the very place that Peter was writing to. Oh Lord, less than 1% of Turkey is Christian. And how difficult it must be to be a Christian in, in a secular state that is so predominantly Muslim. With a president who is working so hard to bring about a religious environment which shuts others out. So Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkey and we ask, Lord, have mercy on them Show them grace and favour, Lord. Lord, where there are Christians who are declaring the name of Jesus today on the streets of Turkey, just bless them with courage and confidence and boldness, Lord. Thank you. And give us the same courage and boldness and confidence in the name of Jesus Christ. and we pray for their president. Our Lord, have mercy on President Erdogan. Have mercy on the nation of Turkey today, and all her people. Thank you, Lord, that we know that you are moving in in Asian countries and and people are seeing visions and having dreams and, and meeting you in the most unusual ways, where even the gospel is not preached. Lord, may many people come to know you as Lord and Saviour today in the streets, on the streets of Turkey. Thank you, Lord. We pray for our own nation, Lord, and we ask for mercy and grace, the goodness of God to be shown to our nation. Again. Thank you. And Lord, I pray for all my brothers and sisters here who have, have the joy of, um, of enjoying this space with and all those brothers and sisters uh, joining online. pray for each one. Holy Spirit, please rest on them. Continue the work that you have begun. Bring them to maturity in Christ. Bring us to maturity in Christ. Bring us to a holy boldness. And where healing is needed, Lord, lay your healing hand upon each one. That broken hearts may be restored, broken lives may be redeemed. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you, Father. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. As we begin to finish off, let's uh, sing again. Sing together. Sing, sing, sing. How great thou art, How great thou art. How great thou art. Thank you, Stephen. whether we be standing, whether we be sitting, we humble ourselves before you because you are God and you are great. And you chose us to bring about your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. With the help of the Spirit of God and the saving work of the death, burial and resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Lord, we ask, please, for your blessing on each one of us and on our families, on our homes, on those we love, on those we love and see no longer. We ask, please, for your blessing, your blessing of hope, your blessing of grace and mercy, your blessing of joy, your blessing of courage and boldness, your blessing of brightness, that we may shine brightly, in the worlds that we live. That in the name of Jesus would be lifted high. That all would come to know that Jesus is Lord and Jesus is st- Savior and Jesus is more than just a precious stone. He is the precious stone. Thank you. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you and all who you love this day and always. Amen. Amen. Folk, thank you for joining me. It's uh, just lovely to be able to worship together, isn't it? It's just lovely. But Jesus is here. Yes, Jesus is here. He's just waiting under the tree outside. If you wanted to go and have a chat, he's just there. Or in the gazebo. He might even be at one of the coffee tables. Just don't miss the opportunity of having a chat to Jesus today. Yes? If you want to go for second best, there's a couple of chaplains around. Sorry, chaplains, your second best. Don't miss the opportunity of talking to Jesus today, yeah? He wants to talk to you. Have a good day.